0: have needs and desires and seek to discover our own erotic journey you've come to the right place this is seek discover create with lexi silver presented by sdc in the next hour we're here to answer your burning questions about relationships sexuality and health from the leading sex experts and professionals
1: now here is your host lexi silver Hi, everyone. Welcome to SDC Presents Seek, Discover, Create. I'm your host, Alexi Silver. Are you looking for some tips to make dating easier and more exciting? Are you newly single and trying to find ways to get back into the dating game? Or maybe you've been looking for a meaningful connection and are having trouble finding the right partner for the relationship. Join me and my special guest, Cheryl Besner, certified dating coach, radio and TV personality, and host of Pillow Talk with Cheryl right here on the Sexy Lifestyle Network. Together, we're going to explore dating, what it's like to be single today, how to meet people, make a connection, the ins and outs of a great first date, and how to move from dating to a new relationship with a new partner. We're also going to delve into how to get back into dating if you're just coming out of a long-term relationship, the challenges that come with starting fresh, and tips and advice for making the most of being single. Before we kick off our discussion today with Cheryl about dating, I just want to thank our sponsor, SDC.com, your and my expert source of exclusive information about sex, health, and relationships. We'll get access to a massive international network and dating platform of over 3 million members worldwide. We have a unique edition of Seek, Discover, Create for you today. Joining me, Alexi Silver, is my special guest, Cheryl Besner. You may already know her from her acclaimed radio show, Solo in the City on CJAD 800 AM, or her appearance as the dating coach on Global's National The Morning Show. She's a professional speaker and currently hosts her signature get-up-to-date-on-life retreats, and she's the founder of Body Talk, Yoga Dance, and will soon be releasing her book, Shut Up and Let Your Body Talk. I already like the sound of that. You can also catch her new show, Pillow Talk with Cheryl, right here on the Sexy Lifestyle Network. Welcome, Cheryl. Thank you so much for joining me today.
2: And thank you for having me. This is going to be a great conversation.
1: I have no doubt. <laughs> <laughs> Anytime we can talk about life, love, and lust, I'm there. <laughs> and I love it. And that's why I'm so happy to have you here because this is my first show. We're going to be talking about dating. I've talked a lot about different kinds of relationships. And now it's time to start from the beginning. And we're going to start with the basics so all of you can enjoy.
2: <laughs> and, and I just want to add that on, on you know, why the show is focusing on dating for all the people who might be listening who are in relationships it's really important for you to date your mate forever as
1: well mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. definitely keeps <laughs> things fresh it keeps things Keep it fresh. and reconnects and continues with that intimacy so it's exactly. very important for sure yeah. <laughs> so other than the very obvious answer of technology how has dating changed over the last 20 years well, I think uh, technology has had
2: the biggest effect, but it's affected so many parts mm. of our dating. And, and that's because we had to learn new ways of communication. And there's so many aspects of it when it comes to how to text each other and how to d- to say and do things when we are trying to communicate that actually help us really define what it is that we're trying to put out there without giving misinformation and reading it the wrong way so it's it's really hard to identify just technology as being the major component. But here's the other part of it is our expectations in relationship have changed because people are in the workforce and women are very much independent financially. And that happened, you know, a long time ago with the women's movement. However, it has really magnified itself. And especially with the millennials, they want to focus on their careers, both individuals, in any kind of relationship, and don't want to necessarily think of prioritizing the other person over prioritizing themselves. So while we've become more self-aware and self-sufficient, we've also forgotten that we don't have to be dependent to be independent, but what we should really strive for is being codependent. On each other In
1: in the positive way Mm -hmm. Not in the I need you for everything And I can't You know I can't do anything By myself Kind of way It's called interdependency Yeah And that's That's the real term for it Interdependency so we're looking to make a lasting connection with someone in order to kind of foster that interdependency. So how, I mean, a lot of people have a really hard time finding people online and trying to match up with them. And not everyone is super honest with their dating profiles either. We know that's always, are it. we talking right now about the Pinocchio <laughs> syndrome? <laughs> it's, 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 we know it's a, we know it's a big problem. So how can people find that match? How, what is the best way to do that in this day and age? Well,
2: Well, if we're discussing online, it's about, first of all, understanding that you're online. You're not trying to be a pen pal here. If you really want to meet somebody, get to the date fast. And before you get to the date, use the technology that has worked against us in certain things to our (laughs) advantage. And that means there is Skype, there is FaceTime use this technology, get offline and get to that as fast as you can and then get to the date. The other thing is that people don't realize that just tweaking their everyday life is the first step. You know, I always talk about love your life and your love life will happen. Well, tweaking your own everyday routine into something new and something different can open up a whole new community for you to, you know, start interacting with. And and it doesn't have to be online dating. And even if you are on online dating, it shouldn't be the only thing that you're relying on. Rely on your community around you. And that means family, friends. Mm. And the biggest thing, you know, is is the, the ego that stops people. And when I say that, it's because we often fall to the go-to of, well, I'm okay being single. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm an independent person. I'm an independent male, female. I don't need a man or a woman. <laughs> Except that what you're, what you're putting out there is not really what you want. What you really want is to say, you know, I'd really like to meet somebody. Maybe you have somebody to introduce me to. You know, put it out there. And, and people are too self-conscious sometimes to put it out there.
1: And our friends are really good, sometimes, not always, (laughs) potential matchmakers because they know you and they know the other person theoretically that they're going to be introducing you to. So they can understand, you know, the kinds of person, uh, the kinds of people that you might best connect with. But that can be risky, too. So, well, you, to- yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's funny. There, there
2: actually is a TV show, and I and I know the, the host of it called um, "Mom versus Matchmaker." And the fact is this: when I'm when I'm talking about putting it out there, it's by your your whole being, your whole essence of saying, "I'm I'm I'm a single person. I would like to be in a relationship," and letting people know that you're open to it without the default of and, and hiding behind, "Well, I'm really independent, and I'm I'm okay being single." Well. Obviously, you're not. So <laughs> if if you if you want to meet somebody, you're okay with your life the way it is, but you want to enhance it and, and have that partner. The fact is, though, our friends are not necessarily, they know us well, but our friends often can be um, coming from things from their own perspective, mm-hmm. number one. And number two, often people fall to, well, he's single or she's single. So, you know, that's, that's the match. And I can tell you, I had that situation. I remember the, the first time a friend, a gentleman friend, we were driving in a car to Ottawa. And we got into this whole conversation. And he was friends with my husband and I. And he said, you know, I have somebody I'd like to introduce you to. And I said, well, I'm, I'm not 100% sure I'm ready to start dating yet. And he goes, well, you know, we'll just just go out on a date. And I said, okay, well, who is this person? What do we have in common? And he goes, well, he's single. And I said, well that's great but why do you think we should go out together like what would we have in common you know what what are his what is his goals in life what is what does he love to do and he goes Mm. cheryl he's single like i I, i'm suggesting a really nice single guy for you to go out with what's your problem and i went that's the problem like (laughs) (laughs) you don't even have a reason that you think we would both connect other than being single so that's why I don't necessarily rely on friends. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah, Be open to it, but don't rely on it. Just let them know that you're interested.
1: So they can keep their eyes and ears open, just in case. Just in case. And then
2: let them give you some information. And, and, and when it's time to really get into these conversations with your friends, say, you know what, if you want to fix me up, I just would like to know what you think we have in common. Like, tell me a bit about the person, not just... I met somebody. He's single.
1: Being single is not criteria. It's not no. enough information. No, for sure. No. <laughs> and I, I know a lot of people are guilty of doing that. So if you're listening and that it, that sounds like you, something you've done before for your friend, you're doing them a disservice. Yeah. Uh, you're also wasting their time. I mean, just because you're single doesn't mean you're going to get along with someone. So don't waste people's time. We don't have a lot of it. So yeah. <laughs> and and and
2: here's what happens when 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 we rely on our friends and and they are just doing it because they're single what ends up happening is we start getting discouraged. And mm. then we go wanting, never mind, not go out with that person, but then when another friend suggests, you're going, yeah, you know what? I don't know. Like, yeah, I don't think so. And then there's also the the community dating pool, you know, mm-hmm. so often what happens is the same people end up dating all the same single men and women. <laughs> so that's the other thing about using your friends as your social calendar. You end up, being in a position where you are dating somebody you knows ex, and that's not always comfortable for people. And if it doesn't work or if you're starting to date your friend's brother, for instance, and it doesn't work, <laughs> you've, you could potentially have friend issues afterwards.
1: Yeah, that is definitely a big risk of dating in that pool. Um, it's not always easy to find people who, uh, where if it doesn't work out, there are no repercussions, and that's it's it. definitely something to consider. Oh yeah, actually, there are repercussions. Well, no, yeah, well, that's a, yeah, for sure, no, definitely. Yeah, and what are so. When, you, know, you mentioned something really cool before. You said Skype. So you were saying you're, t- you're dating online, you're, you're tr- trying to get to Skype and kind of meet the person a little bit before you actually go out into the physical world and meet them in person. I like that idea. It's, kind of, it, it's a little bit different than you know, the usual <laughs> uh, swiping uh, kind of idea. But what are some other uh, first uh, impressions or first ways to kind of get to know someone before you actually uh, get to meet them in person?
2: Well I mean most people go from the online to the telephone to Skype and FaceTime and then it's it's getting to meet each other face to face. My my rule of thumb is you have a predate. Mm. And a predate is 45 minutes. Ooh. That that first meeting when you do finally come face to face. There should be no shock because you should already see each other. And, and that's what I call the Pinocchio syndrome. The Pinocchio syndrome is somebody who, who lies and their nose just keeps right. getting bigger and bigger. And this happens online all the time. time. And even before you start communicating, you, you know, that's again, technology that can work for you. You can Google a person, you know, you can really, you know, seek and discover (laughs) (laughs) a lot about a person before you have that meeting. And, you know, you want to make sure that you are actually meeting the person that has described themselves with all their attributes. And that's the person you're meeting. So utilize these things
1: it definitely helps to take the pressure off too because then you know what you're getting yourself into more or less to when you first get started with I like that pre-date idea that's just it's really just the smartest way of of weeding out the people who are just not going to make the cut yeah it's-
2: well, I, I think that's something that we can actually dive more into. Oh, it, we absolutely about That, that we 45 absolutely minutes.
1: Will. Oh, no, for sure. I just think that it's a very interesting concept and it helps also getting to know uh, right away if you're attracted to the person. Because it takes very, very short amount of time when you first meet someone to know if you are actually attracted to them. Uh, yes no so i have um there's two right as that well. okay all right well we're definitely going to cover that when we get back so don't go away you're listening to sdc presents seek discover create i'm lexi silver and if you're enjoying my show and you want to learn a little bit more about relationships sex and health and find new ways to spice up your sex life check out sdc.com We're going to guide you on your erotic journey with unlimited access to videos, podcasts, and articles from experts like Dr. Jess, Sunny Megatron, and Charlie and Ariane Williams. Visit SDC.com to discover and connect with your own erotic tribe and explore more at SDC events, parties, and travel destinations. With hot and fresh content added daily, you'll have tons of resources to start your exploration and continue along your path to self-discovery. Join over 3 million of our SDC members to seek, discover, create with us today. Don't forget to use promo code 7070 for two months of free access on SDC.com. That's 7070 to get two months free at SDC.
3: You're listening to the Sexy Lifestyle Talk Radio Network.
4: Mystery Vibe is where the best of humanity and technology combust into your pleasure. Personalized, the world's first body-adapting vibrator. Crescendo adapts, bends, wraps, and vibrates in your every curve and crevice. Use solo, duo, trio, or more. And with an app control that commands your pleasure across 12 presets. Oh, and you can even make your own vibration. Crescendo is adored by all, from feminists to go to mysteryvibe.com now for your pleasure personalized
0: you are tuned in to seek discover create with lexi silver if you have a question or comment about the show we'd love to hear from you via email to lexi at sdc.com that's l-e-x-i at sdc.com now back to this week's
1: discussion Welcome back to SDC Presents Seek, Discover, Create. I'm Lexi Silver, and I'm joined with special guest Cheryl Besner, certified dating coach, a radio and TV personality, and host of Pillow Talk with Cheryl right here on the Sexy Lifestyle Network. Before the break, we were actually talking about something that I well, I was saying that when you first meet someone, it takes a very, very short amount of time uh, before you can see if you're attracted to someone. And Cheryl was challenging that, so I want to just get back into that. What is your impression of that? Because that's um, yeah, that's that's a little bit science based in the st- in the sense of when you first meet someone, you know, you, you you kind of read some of their fertility cues, their attractiveness cues, and you kind of make an impression of them based on that in a physical way so yeah I, i'd love to hear your thoughts on that well so 100
2: you you are correct and 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 it is is scientifically proven however it doesn't mean that it it provides for a long-lasting relationship ah i difference. like that so we are attracted to somebody and all those physical traits you know have a chemical reaction within us especially women you know this smell and it, it it all goes in there mm-hmm. but it doesn't mean that that lasts you know, life, love, and lust, right? So that's part of the <laughs> lust thing. So, and and there's plenty of, of relationships that develop from friendship that become the lifelong relationship and that deep relationship that you want. And the, the the chemistry, that sexual energy, happens from different trigger points because so many things can can you know cause you to react and and. Fall in love with somebody and then love somebody to the extent that you want to be committed to that person and and develop more. And often, especially in the matchmaking world, if you go on a first date with somebody and you enjoyed each other, but you go, eh, the chemistry is not really there, some matchmakers have it in their contracts that you must go on a second date. Oh, that it's a two date rule because things develop because you get attracted to another part of a person. You know, not everybody is triggered. Not everybody's sexuality and, and that chemistry is triggered for, um, through through the science part of it. It it happens through the communication, the way they engage, the things that they're interested in, the way they, they communicate those interests, body language, and, mm-hmm. and somebody's sense of humor. So, so much plays into it that, yes, hundred percent, you can see somebody from across a room and go, whoa. But it doesn't mean that that person's your your one. It doesn't mean that that person's your, your forever. It just means there's an animal instinct that kicked in there. But we have so many more components to a relationship. and And the other part was, you know, that 45 minutes, it's to see if there is a connection and mm-hmm. to trigger that chemistry. But then here's the fun part, them <laughs> wanting more. Mm-hmm. Don't put out all the cookies on the counter right away. You know, let them smell <laughs> the cookies baking in the kitchen.
1: And that's that 45-minute rule. So – that pre date can make a a first actual date maybe like a dinner or something a little bit longer even more exciting because like you said you gave them a little whiff of what could potentially be to come and you're getting them a little bit hungry to see you know what it actually could taste like.
2: Mystique is everything, and that goes <laughs> for men and women. We we you know we we like the the intrigue mm-hmm. you know and the discovery you know it, it that's part of. A relationship and building building a connection is finding out more and and anticipating the next time where you find out a little bit more. I mean, I don't I don't know if you feel this way, Lexi, but I can tell you that when I go into a restaurant, I like to read the menu. I, sometimes I order my first course, and then I think about what I want to eat the second course. Or I love going to tasting menus where things just you know keep appearing. Yes. Much more so than walking into a 50-foot-long buffet. It doesn't yes. have the same effect. I get full looking yes. at right? Mm. So yeah. that's what people should think about when they're going on that date. And, and I, I strongly advise people that first time you meet somebody, 45 minutes. I will say it over and over again. That should be <laughs> it. And there's so many reasons to do those 45 minutes.
1: Honestly, as I think the first time I've heard that as a strategy for dating, and I think that's a really good way of getting to know somebody just from the beginning to see if there, if there's something there, yeah. we, none of us have time. We yeah. we're all busy people, you know, we don't want to spend uh, three hours in a, a boring date with someone if it's not working, um, you know, but sometimes, yeah, that 45 minutes, that's, uh, that's a little teaser right there if it works out yeah. well.
2: And you just said one of the reasons. Like I said, there's many reasons for that forty five minute and one of those reasons is people don't have time.
1: Yeah. You know, (laughs) And,
2: and, and in a world where we swipe right and left really fast. Well, we don't have time to constantly go out and, and take the time to put ourselves together to, to prepare for the date. And, I, and I'm using the word prepare very strategically here. Um, <laughs> part of our conversation. Yes. But that, that, you know, that time, we don't have it. We don't want to waste time. We shouldn't waste time in our lives in anything. So why would we waste it in our dating world? So 45 minutes tells you, Yeah, that's the person that I've been talking to. And if you're sitting there, that means that you've talked to this person enough to know that there's something that, you know, interests you. Yes, it's the person. And
1: yes, I'd like to spend more time with him. Or her. And I'm going to do it next time. You, you said something interesting there. So we're talking about how uh, we really don't have a lot of time. And that includes, too, by telling someone that we might be interested. Not everyone's as, as outspoken as, as as you and I. And, you know, we're, we're maybe a little bit more out there in terms of being able to express vocally if we are interested in someone. But how can somebody who's maybe a little bit more shy or more reserved express that they might be interested in the person that they're seeing for, you know, in the first 45 minutes or, you know, show, tell Telling them that they also feel a connection or that they do feel a connection and trying to find out from the other person if they also feel a connection.
2: It's, it's a very few words that need to be spoken. Sometimes less is more. <laughs> I really enjoyed this. Oh. I hope we can do it again soon. That's it. And by the way, it's okay if it's if, if, if you're listening right now and you're a woman, it's okay to say these things because here's the flip side of it. The man needs, you know, the green light. They yes. really wait for that green light. So we often tend to think, well, we should just say thank you and close the door and get out. They have no idea if you've had fun or not. <laughs> so, or, or if you want to do it again, you might have had fun and not want to do it again. So giving them the green light. Another way is by, by physical touch. Mm-hmm. So, I, And I actually believe in the idea that, and it takes down the stress level, that by making physical contact in some way that is not a very intimate way, but a physical contact, that chemistry that you were talking about gets connected to each other. So even if you're, let's say, getting into the car by putting your hand gently for a second, not long, by gently just putting it onto their lower arm, saying, you know, I'm so glad we're doing this. Mm-hmm. That right away makes a connection between the two of you and you don't have to go further than that. So, you know, body language is one. When you're on the date, by smiling, showing that you're having fun with this person and and you don't necessarily want it to end, now we get back to the 45 minutes. You are not putting yourself out there. If the date is no good, you've already set the time. You know what? When When you make the date, it's like, you know what? I'd love to meet you. My week is a little bit crazy, but I really want to carve out some time. So how about a coffee on Wednesday afternoon at this time? And Mm -hmm. does that work into your schedule? Otherwise, can we do here? But by saying, you know, it's a coffee, it's a walk around the park, it's an ice cream, whatever it is, you define it and you you work it into the conversation that it is a 45-minute get-together. And you are going to leave because you've told them, you have a plan, you know. Like I'm so glad we're doing this. Uh, I told my my son I might be a few minutes late getting home, but you know I, I'm I'm glad we we've, we've been able to carve out this time together. You know, make them seem important, make them feel
1: important, make them feel that they're a priority. But you're on a schedule. And you're going to leave. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and you were talking about body language and something that a lot of women, you know, already probably know from experience. Men are not as good as we are at picking up those body language cues. So definitely use as many of them as you can in a positive way. And yeah, I, I like what you mentioned. Uh, just telling them that you enjoyed yourself and and kind of planning a little bit more ahead um, definitely uh, will will give them. If they if they haven't figured it out by the time you've done all of those things that you're interested, yeah, that's a serious problem. <laughs> yeah, that, that, that
2: is a problem. But again, by doing these things and by giving that green light, you know, we 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 sometimes forget. We stand as women, I'm, and I'm, I'm going to speak on the women's side right now. Mm-hmm. We stand as women in in a social environment or in any kind of interactive environment, and we think that the man has to cross the room to come to us. Now, I'm not saying no. However, giving them the green light that you're open to them coming across the room because the reverse side is they have to make that walk across the room, and then there's the walk of shame if you say... Not interested. Yes. Right. So, you know, there's a lot of rejection. Like men go through a lot. We think that the men are in control. The fact is they suffer a lot more rejection than we give them credit for. (laughs) Because for
1: every date they go on, they, they also get a lot of no's for sure and that fear of rejection can also be an impediment to making those new connections and to you know being able to to read whether or not you're you may or may not be interested so try to be you know obvious and clear if you are interested in somebody i mean in this case a man uh, because yeah it's not (laughs) super easy otherwise it works both ways and it's for men and
2: women you know if you if you like somebody we, we, we haven't come that far in, in life that if we like somebody, we can't say it. It, it. People think, oh, well, they'll think I'm needy. They'll think that I'm, you know, chasing. No, 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 no. You're being who you are. You're being open and honest without saying, okay, so so I had a great time. Um, wh- when are we
1: seeing each other again? Are you going to call me tomorrow? I'm not suggesting that. Yeah. <laughs> that sounds a little <laughs> desperate. But That's a little desperate. Yeah, yeah. But there are definitely some strategies that you can communicate how you feel and what you want uh, to somebody that you are just meeting, someone that you're starting to date. And we're going to get into that a little bit right after the break. So don't go away. You're listening to SDC Presents Seek, Discover, Create. I invite all of you to explore your sexuality on my website, Lexisilver.com. For those of you who are just getting to know me, you'll be pleased to find my erotic stories and a variety of kinky sex toys on my site. If you dare to enter my playground, I'll treat you to 15% off anything you desire in my shop when you use promo code LexiSDC. That's L-E-X-I-S-D-C. And don't be shy. Come get Lectual with me on social media. I'd love to hear from you. You'll find me on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and Pinterest as Lexi Silver. That's Lexi with an I, Silver with a Y. Don't go away. We'll be
5: right back. Also available on Amazon and SheVibe.
4: Mystery Vibe is where the best of humanity and technology combust into your pleasure. Personalized, the world's first body-adapting vibrator. Crescendo adapts, bends, wraps, and vibrates in your every curve and crevice. Use solo, duo, trio, or more. And with an app control that commands your pleasure across 12 presets. Oh, and you can even make your own vibration. Crescendo is adored by all from feminists to forbes go to mysteryvibe.com now for your pleasure personalized
0: you are tuned in to seek discover create with lexi silver if you have a question or comment about the show we'd love to hear from you via email to lexi at sdc.com that's l-e-x-i at sdc.com now back to this week's discussion
1: Welcome back to SDC Presents Seek Discover Create. I'm your host Lexi Silver, and I'm with Cheryl Besner, certified dating coach, radio and TV personality, and host of Pillow Talk with Cheryl right here on the Sexy Lifestyle Network. So right before the break, we were talking about ways to let somebody know if you're interested in them, specifically how women can let men know that they're interested, because it's not always easy to read those cues. So we got to be a little bit obvious about it sometimes, and we have to, you know, maybe follow up with like what Cheryl recommended letting them know that we had a good time so that we enjoyed ourselves rather. (laughs) So, And and I mean, I would say, you know, even moving forward, that's that no matter what date you're on, if it's your your first, your 50th, however many, it's always important to let your partner know that you have had a good time. If you haven't, then that's fine. But um, they, you know, it's also a very good positive reinforcement to get more of the same, to get more of that experience of being with them. Now, we were talking about communication and, you know, those those first moments of talking about, uh, you know, how to get someone to, to intimate to somebody that we're interested but how does that work if you have been you know if you are not maybe sure how you feel about it if you're still a little bit ambivalent maybe the person's coming on a little bit too strong how can you kind of uh maybe you're still interested but take that step back a little bit and uh let them know that maybe you're not quite ready uh to move forward with the date or uh, sorry move forward with a relationship or connection with them
2: well, again, I, you know, a lot of what you're even talking about is handled um, very succinctly in that 45-minute date because mm-hmm. you don't have to deal with all these things, and that's why that 45-minute date, that's another reason it's so important. That It allows you to get out of deep conversations that sometimes happen if you're meeting somebody for the first time, and you, you, you see this often. People go out on these long dinner dates, and then they end up in conversations that they shouldn't be in yet. You know, you, you start going down this rabbit hole and then you just sink. So it, 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 it helps, again, with the shorter date. Now, one of the things is that there's also an evolution of conversation. Mm-hmm. So the most important aspect and the most important thing that you can do when you're going on a date is prepare. Prepare, prepare, <laughs> prepare. And and I know that it, it you know that seems very contrived to a lot of people, but if you think about it in life, okay, in, in life in general, everything we do, we prepare for. We come on I'm on your show today. I prepared to come on the show. You're on the show today, you prepared to be here. We go out into the business world, we know what we want to sell to somebody, or or what's on the menu in our restaurant. People prepare. Mm-hmm. So if you think that you can just Go out on a date and not prepare, and then be in control of who you are. And I don't mean control of the situation. Mm-hmm. Um, that that's that's not the way it is, you know. So being prepared, and being prepared means what is it that you're willing to share, and what is it that you want to discover about the other person, and and having kind of a set, uh, you know, sheet like it's it's like a cheat sheet. You know, mm-hmm. f- of things that you can talk about and, and fun things that you can talk about that just see if the other person is as playful as you want them to be. You you don't necessarily want to hear about their divorce or their, you know, lost loved one or their failed relationships. And that's what often happens. People start going in that direction. And that is things that have to be further down the road. You know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, th- those are things that... Are, are not for first and second dates or
1: a predate. so that you you point you you just pointed out something that's really important when you are first talking to somebody and you're first making that connection um not talking about you know negative events that have happened in your life uh to kind of maybe you know it's a little bit of a downer what what other pitfalls um are there for first dates or even that 1st predate that you should completely avoid, and to have a successful, uh, to be able to continue to have a successful connection with a person? Well, uh,
2: interesting. So I, I always like to go to the positive side rather than the pitfall of it, um, okay. because there are there are many pitfalls that that we fall into. But if we if we go from the A E I O Us. I call it the A E I O U. So it's all about <laughs> the vowels of dating. And and if we run through it, it's the A is your appearance and your attitude. You know, going in with the right attitude. So on the negative side, the pitfall mm-hmm. is that you've just had a harrowing day and it was a bad day at work and you're mad at your boss and you came home and you're getting ready and you're a single parent and mm-hmm. your kids need to be fed and you're just getting everything done to dash out on this date. That's a pitfall because you're yes. not necessarily, and, you know, you, you hear people say all the time, well, just go out there and be yourself. Wrong. You've gotta, <laughs> you, you, because being yourself is, I, I am sometimes myself in misery, and sometimes I'm in myself when I'm in a bad mood, and I'm sometimes I'm in myself, and I'm elated. You're going on a date. You want to be your best self. So number one is your attitude and your appearance, meaning it's calm, meaning you've, you've taken time, you know, to put your best foot forward, you know, so it doesn't mean going out to a salon and, or, or you know, doing extravagant things, but don't show up with a disheveled shirt that has a, you know, coffee stain down it, show the person that you respect them enough to have taken time to, to come and present the best you, not the authentic, you know, the best you at the moment. No, the best you possible get rid of your your aggravation from your boss and your kids and go out there and have fun. Then you have the E is your engagement and eye contact. How are you engaging with this person? You know, what is it that you want to talk about? And again, going back to that list, like have a couple fun things that you can bring up. One thing that um, is always like, what you know, who's your best friend and why? You know, because it brings you out of. Everything else other than, you know, the fun part of life. Our friends are our fun part. The I is being inquisitive and, and showing interest in the other person. So when we sit there and we're walk, looking around, you know, the negative side of it is we're looking around and we're looking at every everybody else in the room and we're not keeping engaged with that person. Or checking your phone. Checking your phone. Big no-no, you know. Right. So being inquisitive and being um, interested in that person is very important. The O, well, that's for being on time and being open. So open to the conversation and being punctual because showing up late is a no-no. It's, it's not fashionably late to be late on a first date. It shows a lack of respect for the other person. So show up on time. And then the U is you, as I said, being the best you possible showing up with your best for that person
1: great points to stick by when you're starting a date, but any that, I mean, you're right. It works for any, uh, kind of area of life. It's you do that when you're, you know, on a professional level too, you're not going to, if you've had a bad day, you know, at, at home or, you know, you had a kind of a rough morning when you go into the office, are you going to start yelling at your coworkers or are you going to try to chill out a little bit and, you know, ha- try to ha- make the most of your work day? It's a, kind of the same concept. You're also not going to try to show up 30 minutes late for, for work. So it's, it's, you know, those are, all um, really good pieces of advice to use from dating for dating and beyond, uh, in in my opinion.
2: And the other part is that you know. The expectation level, you know, mm-hmm. go in there to meet somebody new, you know, yes, you want a relationship. That's why you're in the dating world. I mean, not everybody dates for the same reason, actually. Mm-hmm. So it, and I, I, it would be more where, where, how are you defining the relationship that you want to be in? Um, whether it's just casual relationships, if it's just in a dating, if you actually want to live with somebody, if you want to marry somebody like, but you don't go into that first meeting Is that person the one? You go in to say, is this
1: person of interest? Mm, That's a big difference. And that's also uh, one of those, uh, you were talking about being prepared and preparing yourself also has to do with having that kind of mentality going into it. So if people have been kind of out of the dating game for a little while, how do they mentally prepare for getting back into it for the first time like if somebody's been in a relationship for 10 years and you know it ended and they're just you know they're starting to get their their life back together and they're looking to get themselves out there again how can someone prepare to get back in after you know being uh being on the bench uh from the dating game for for such a long time First of all, it depends on the demographics. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it is very different, um, you know, for the
2: millennials um, and, and with each decade it, and and with each longevity of a relationship, it does change. And I do think that the one thing is a lot of people, and, and, and it, it, it's proven itself over and over again, relationship and uh, after a long-term relationship and in the millennial world, mm-hmm. that it ends and then right away it's like, next, like, mm-hmm. I, I have to get out there again. I want to be out there again. And the, the, the biggest part of moving forward is reconnecting with yourself. And so, even before starting to date, I really work with people, and this is a big part of my practice, is understanding their own lifestyles, values, and goals, and what do they learn from the last relationship that they want to take into the next stage of their life. So while you think that you want to start dating, there is a cycle that happens for most people and that they start dating and then they think we want a relationship and they date, 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 date and they have sex if they you know, haven't had sex in a long time and they're having a lot of different partners and then the breaks go on and then they realize they have to go back and that they have to slow down and that they have to start looking at themselves again. And often it's like, between the two- and three-year mark after being single again, you find that a lot of people pull back again from the dating world and then reemerge into the dating world with a, with a different headspace. But I think starting to go out with friends and starting to use your social skills is a great way to start, you know. Putting, putting, you know, getting your feet wet a little bit out there and and taking cues from other people who have been out there. And, and that's a big part, by the way, for a lot of people is, especially after long term relationships, they're back in a world and they're afraid to necessarily go out there and make new connections that will allow them the space. To go out and socialize again because they're so used to being in their couple world and they find security staying home on the weekends and and making plans with their couple friends where they really have to go out there and expand. (laughs)
1: <laughs> there, you know, the dating, uh, being in a in a dating situation, or being single, or wanting to get back out there, there's so many levels of complexity. And you're right; it definitely is important to take some time for yourself, uh, no matter how long it's been since your last relationship, to just dis- to think about wh- who you are, what it is you're looking for, and to give yourself that space to, you know, if if it's been a long-term relationship, to maybe just you know mourn, take a little bit of space away from from that, uh, try to get into that like you said, that headspace, um, which is really important. We're going to talk a little bit more about that when we get back. And you are listening to Seek, Discover, Create. Don't go away. And I want to invite all of you to join over 300 SCC members for an erotic escapade on the island of Crete this May. Going Greek has never been more glamorous. Indulge in five nights of passion at this all-inclusive Grecian playground with daily parties that are clothing-optional pools, a 24-hour inside and outside playroom, and exclusive SDC themed night parties. As you meet sexy, like-minded people in the lifestyle, you'll get pampered by the hotel's five-star service with world-class spa, multiple bars, rooftop restaurant, and nightclub to satisfy all your desires. Join us from May 8th to the 13th for our Divine Greek Adventure. Book your rooms now at sdc.com.
4: Craving more from your sexy lifestyle? Search our businesses, services, blogs, articles and videos, and keep in touch with us by subscribing to our newsletter, all on thesexylifestyle.com. The Sexy Lifestyle Talk Radio Network is where you can build a new vocabulary to talk about sex in a healthy, loving, and productive way. Discover more about yourself and your relationships from our amazing sex experts who can't wait to share their information with you. You'll learn everything you ever wanted to know about sex, sexuality, sexual pleasure, and so much more on the Sexy Lifestyle Talk Radio Network. Listen, learn, and live sexy.
0: You are tuned in to Seek, Discover, Create with Lexi Silver. If you have a question or comment about the show, we'd love to hear from you via email to lexi at sdc.com. That's lexi at sdc.com. Now back to this week's discussion.
1: Welcome back to SDC Presents Seek, Discover, Create. I'm Lexi Silver, and I'm here with Cheryl Besner, Certified Dating Coach, Radio and TV Personality, and host of Pillow Talk with Cheryl, right here on the Sexy Lifestyle Network. Before the break, we were talking about dating and getting back in there and seeing uh, how to create that kind of good, positive headspace. Uh, If it's been a little bit of time since you've last dated um, or you're just coming out of a relationship, that's okay. And Cheryl was giving us some really good advice and some strategies on getting back into that groove, um, or getting your groove back, rather. (laughs) (laughs) We got to get the groove back. (laughs) There you go. (laughs) And, you know, um, having good friends and a good support system is really a part of that, but What can you do if, you know, it's been a little while and, you know, maybe your relationship didn't end on the greatest terms or maybe you didn't have a great self-esteem to begin with, but if you're experiencing some seriously low self-confidence and you're trying to get back into that groove, what do you recommend? How can you kind of start to uh, get into that headspace, maybe even before you start going out with the girls and going out in groups and stuff like that, to start to feel good about yourself? Well, I mean that's that's actually
2: one of the reasons that I created the retreats that I that I offer because I know that everybody goes through a sense of doubt as to who you are and it doesn't matter who you are. We all question ourselves when a long-term relationship ends, even if we do have a lot of self-confidence because you you something has has ended there's been a termination of a part of your life and especially for women uh, i'm going to speak for women mm-hmm. right now um a lot of us get tied into not only our jobs and our, or our professions but into being a mother and and to taking care of our children and to taking care of parents and to taking care of the house uh, in a way that men don't necessarily always, because sometimes they do mm-hmm. uh, participate in. So all of a sudden you 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 look in the mirror and you go, okay, well, now wife is gone. So is there any other part of me that kind of went to? And also then you start to examine the transition that you've had mm-hmm. and, and the different things that have, have gone on during that relationship. And, and often what you realize is there's been little parts of you that, you put into little boxes on a shelf. And and you know other things that you enjoyed before had to go in the background because you had to prioritize. And well, now you have this big gap mm-hmm. of, of a relationship that is no longer being demanding. And yes, you might have to put a little bit more into the kids because you're at home with the children, or or you might have a bigger gap because the children are with your ex. Mm-hmm. Um, and not everybody does the 50-50 split, but even if you do you have this this time available and the best thing you can do is give that time for yourself and the strategy that i that i work with with my clients is it's called the lvg lifestyles values and goals and writing. And I don't mean sitting down at your computer. I mean, getting a book and writing. What are your values? What are your goals? And how do you want to live your life? How do you live it? How do you want to live it in in two years, in three years, in 10 years? Like, where do you see yourself? Because that's going to help you decide the type of person That you want to be with. Because, you know, if you're in your 50s and you say, well, I, I want to close down my company in 10 years from now and I want to travel. Well, you need somebody and you need to meet somebody who's going to fit that lifestyle. And if children and your family is important to you and you want that incorporated, well... Often you want somebody else who has the same thing so that you know you're not being pulled afterwards because the person doesn't have children and just wants to live on a farm with their dogs and, and be secluded. So <laughs> knowing knowing your lifestyle, your values and your goals is definitely where you have to start.
1: Yeah, and that self-reflection and taking that time is applicable for no matter how, you know, how long you've been in that relationship that just ended. Uh, If you've been single for a long time, there's always, it's always important to take those periods of time to reflect on where you're at and where you want to go moving forward. And I like those strategies. And I think it's really important to, to continue to, uh, to evaluate that even when you first start a, a new relationship to also evaluate with that partner uh, or those partners, depending on the kind of relationship you're in, um, where you're at and make those assessments on a regular basis. Yeah,
2: because, you know, going back to like the beginning of the show when we talked about you meet somebody in the chemistry and the science behind, yes. you know, the uh, laws of attraction. Well, that's all great. But if, if you don't have the same, same idea as to how you want to live your life, well, it's going to play havoc on your relationship. And, and maybe you're okay with having, you know, it be as good as it is for as long as it is. Well, that's great. That's a certain type of relationship, you know, but you have to know what's important. And if you want to be married, you have to know that The other person wants to get married. And then you might even say, well, why do I want to get married? What does that mean to me? Mm -hmm. Um, There's plenty of cultures that don't believe in marriage. They believe in monogamy and commitment, but the actual, you know, church or or city or government saying you're married isn't important to them. Mm -hmm. So knowing those things and knowing, well, is it your desire to be married or is it really your value? Is it how you value a relationship? Because if not, that's going to keep creeping up if you give it up. So it's it's the, the most important thing is you want somebody to say, I love you, right? That's what it comes down to. And the key part in that three words is you. I love you. It's not just something we say. It's something that involves the person. So when you're saying that, that you, you have to know who you are. Because
1: otherwise, they can't love you. They're loving what you're putting out there. And I think a huge key component to that is before you get someone to tell, to say, I love you, you need to love yourself first and you yeah. need to put in the time and the work uh, and do whatever you need to do in order to feel that first. I love all the advice you've given so far. I think that you have a lot to offer to people who are, you know, looking to, to get into the, the, you know, that dating game again, um, or at any different stage of their lives. And especially this thing that we're talking about, which is very important to me personally, is discovering your self-confidence. So. How can people reach out to you after this?
2: Well, they can reach out to me through my website, com or on Instagram and Facebook. I also have a 24-hour love line, 844-744-SOLO. And um, I usually get back to people within 24 hours. And I, I love hearing from people. And, and on my show, too, I'm always answering questions people send into to me, and I, I share those on, on online. And, and I think the, the most important part is that I've been there. I'm a coach, and I only became a coach because I've been there. I had all these life experiences, and I went through all this, and I've always been a confident person, but I still had to do all that work, and I keep doing it, actually. You know, life keeps changing, and we can keep transforming, and that's what's going to keep us fresh. And that's the most important part of keeping a relationship fresh. Stay fresh.
1: Oh, yeah, definitely. And I want to thank you so much for staying fresh and (laughs) on my show today. You're making me feel pretty fresh right now. (laughs) (laughs) Good. Yeah. (laughs) And I want to thank all of you for listening as well. Tune in Thursdays at 5 p.m. Pacific, 8 p.m. Eastern on the Sexy Lifestyle Network for my next show. Don't forget You can learn more about sex, health, and relationships as you seek yourself, discover together, and create moments at scc.com. Thanks for joining me, Lexi Silver, on SCC Seek, Discover, Create. Until next time, stay lectual, people. Bye.
3: Hey sexy people, if you're ready to start your sexual evolution, we've got some amazing prizes to give away. Some of the great prizes include Womanizer, the most advanced pleasure product for stronger, longer, and more intense orgasms. SDC.com is giving away a lifetime membership to the sexiest online community of open-minded people. Touch from experience, warm. It warms your personal lube, then automatically dispenses it with a wave of your hand. And we can't forget throws of Passion Waterproof Pleasure Blanket. Keep your bed dry no matter how wet it gets. For your chance to win one of these amazing prizes, simply send us an email at info at with the word contest in the subject line. Your name will be entered into the weekly drawing, and remember to visit our website regularly for a list of the winners and more information about all the amazing prizes and sponsors. Go to thesexylifestyle.com contest page and enter as often as you like.
0: appreciate you joining us on Seek, Discover, Create, presented by SDC.com. Please join your host Lexi Silver on another erotic journey next Thursday at 5 p.m. Pacific Time and 8 p.m. Eastern Time on the Sexy Lifestyle Network. Until then, may you enjoy exploring your sexuality.
5: Also available on Amazon and SheVibe.
4: Mystery Vibe is where the best of humanity and technology combust into your pleasure. Personalized, the world's first body-adapting vibrator. Crescendo adapts, bends, wraps, and vibrates in your every curve and crevice. Use solo, duo, trio, or more. And with an app control that commands your pleasure across 12 presets. Oh, and you can even make your own vibration. Crescendo is adored by all. From feminists to forbes go to mysteryvibe.com now for your pleasure personalized thesexylifestyle.com great sex starts now